Well, it's afternoon here, and welcome to another episode from the Urban Lily Talks Trope. I'm 40-something Ajuma, and with me today is Absolute M. Hello, to talk hi, about everybody. Asian dramas. We're going to talk about K-dramas, C-dramas. I might actually even mention that I watched very recently, just a couple of days ago, the new Top Gun movie, uh, <laughs> Top Gun Maverick, and really enjoyed it, actually. I don't usually talk about um, Western movies on this site, but yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was it was surprisingly well, good. I, I haven't had a chance to watch it yet, yeah. but I've I've you know I've, I've seen people post it on social media that they re- they really liked it, and you know they they were surprised too that they liked it as much as mm. the or even more than the original. They, yeah. was it better than the original? I I thought it was. I enjoyed it more mm-hmm. than the original. I found myself tearing up a few times in the show, which actually <laughs> really surprises me. But yes, it was. I thought really well done. Felt very realistic. Some of the dog fights, the aerial dog fights. I watched the original. I don't mm-hmm. know if I watched it in the cinemas, but I was a teenager when it came out. So, yeah, I, yeah, I, I was so young then. I I, I yeah. can't remember where I watched it, whether it was yeah. at home or in the cinemas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, it left the it left a mark on my my my, my movie watching days, right? I mean, I remember it. it was it was so popular then, right? Yeah, I mean, and Tom yeah. Cruise, you know. Yeah, it's, it's Tom Cruise, right? So he yeah, can he can get away with things because of his charm. But honestly, he's actually quite a good actor. So mm-hmm. if you watch him in this, you can see, you know, why he's the movie star that he is. I mean, you know. Mm. So anyway, What's it's it's story? a good show. I mean, is it is it a continuation of something or it's like a Some, brand new yes. story? Or? Yes, yes, and it pays tribute to to the first movie as well. So there are connections between this the second movie with the first mm-hmm. one. So it's thirty five years later, roughly. And um, mm-hmm. he has been mm-hmm. uh, seconded to the Top Gun to be an instructor to for right. this for this particularly dangerous, probably almost suicidal mission. So yeah, I mean, in a sense, there are some parallels with that to the Star Wars: A New Hope. You know, the the, mm-hmm. the first Star Wars movie. So they have to go through, you know, a very dangerous terrain, and they have to try and get mm-hmm. out of it. Anyway, it, it is. You know, it is a very simple plot. There's nothing particularly bendy, twisty about it, but mm. just the the human dynamics. Yeah, that's mm. pretty good. So I enjoyed it a lot. I would definitely have to catch it. Yeah, yeah. Now, it's the best watching. best scene in the cinemas, I think, where mm. you know you got the big screen and the aeroplanes going, doing crazy stuff. So. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I'll definitely try to catch it in the cinemas, for sure. Yeah. So, um, you've just completed uh, Bloody Heart, right? And Ordinary Greatness, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes. I, that's the two I wanted to focus on. But mm-hmm. actually, I wanted to ask you, first of all, uh, what you're currently mm-hmm. watching, if you don't mind just giving us a brief um, I'm rundown. I'm still watching... Uh, I've I just completed Bloody Heart. Uh, I think that's the only drama that I've finished, right? Okay. So, mm-hmm. um, Ordinary Greatness, I'm midway through, and I really like it. I think it's really... A very unique drama. I think it was probably one of the best dramas I've seen this year. And mm-hmm. um, I'm also watching Dr. Lawyer and okay. uh, Jinx yeah. at first, yeah. Okay, the thing about Dr. Lawyer is, is I started off really excited about it, but I don't know, the writing is just all over the place. I mean, oh. I was very excited to see Soji Sub back on screen, mm-hmm. but the writing isn't the best, in my opinion. I mean, okay. I think he's doing an incredible job. I have a love-hate relationship with the female lead's character, Baina. <laughs> and not, nothing to do with the actress in So Young. I think she, I mean, she's alright. She's an alright actress. But I just... Uh, it's just the way her character is written. Is, for a prosecutor, she's not quite right. 
And um, <laughs> but I think the the saving grace of the show is Shin Song Rook's so support uh, oh. character. He 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 he's also part of the cast. Oh, I don't. I won't label him as a villain at the moment from what I've seen so far. Okay, but um, I think he and Soji Sap will work together. So, um, but he's, he's an interesting character because he's a bit wild, right? So he's an investor with a lot of money, so investing in something, but he's also um, doing drugs at the same time, you know, that kind of sure, thing, yeah. Sure. But, but, but he adds he adds this um, a layer to the story, okay? Initially, before he appeared, I think I've only watched four episodes. So before he appeared, I found the story a little dull, but once mm. he came in, mm. you know, it kind of added something to the story. Right. So that's the reason why I kept asking. So I'm gonna just continue to watch it for a few more episodes. Okay. Um, yeah. The other one that I just picked up was this one, Jinx. At first, uh, this is really cute. It's a fantasy oh, rom com. Right. right. Yeah, it, it, it's a fun drama. I mean, it's right. not too serious, but it's it's a very nice. It's the pacing is really good, and it has Seo Hyun and uh, Na In Woo. So I I really liked Na In Woo when I saw him in River Where the Moon Rises. I think he did a really good job. So I was very so I was very happy that he got a male lead role here as well. Mm, and um, mm. so far it's been two episodes and uh, it's it's an enjoyable series. So mm, it's mm. It, it gives it gives me a little bit of reminds me a little bit of like Hotel Del Luna. I know those kind of shows. Mm. Yeah, it has the same vibe. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Mm. And of course, um, I've uh, I I'm still watching my weekend drama. So that's about it. Yeah. So mm. I've, I haven't had time to pick up new shows, but. I am planning to watch Insider. I think that's the one drama I really would like to see. And also, another one that I plan to pick up this weekend is Extraordinary uh, Attorney Wu or something like that. Okay. Well, what yeah. a mouthful. I mean, there's so many, honestly, there's just so many dramas out there with all these unusual titles. But the issue is whether I have time to watch them all, right? Yeah. What about yourself? Yeah, well, I have uh, just finished Red Heart. So mm. that, that just ended a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. And um, I finish Ordinary Greatness, was it a week, a week mm. and a half ago now? It feels like such a long time ago. And I'm also <laughs> know, right? really... I'm still, I'm still at midway. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm also really busy. But you know, with Ordinary Greatness, I just, um, when I started watching it, I just couldn't stop. So it was really that good. Uh, mm. It was just very addictive. There's something about it. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. quite addictive. Each yeah. time I tend to watch a few more episodes than I intended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It happened to me one day. I, I just binge watched because I happened to be free. I just sat down and watched mm. 10 episodes in one sitting. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, the other Chinese drama that I'm watching, that I started watching, is mm. uh, A Dream of Splendor. So that's a nice one to How look is at. That one? I think it's good. I think it takes a while to really build its momentum. This one stars Li Fei, which everybody knows as Crystal Li. She's an English-speaking mm-hmm. sort of Chinese actress. Uh, mm-hmm. She's done other things for Hollywood as well. And mm-hmm. then, uh, of course, is Chen Xiao. I'm not really a fan of either of them. And mm. I, I don't really like Chen Xiao that much. But I do like the story of this show. I do like how the leads get on as well. They yeah, There's a little bit of bickering in the beginning but not for very long and they talk to each other very maturely they communicate very well to each other they both have a lot of depth to them she's also a very intelligent uh, woman she she's basically mm-hmm. a disgraced official's daughter and then she had to I don't know, sell herself as a oh. musician a kind of entertainer in the brothel I don't think she was a right. prostitute but I think she was just an entertainer and she's now, uh, I think she managed to 
get herself out of that life. So she owns mm. a tea house. She's a talented so tea maker. So she's got a best friend who's a pastry maker. And that's how right. the, the leads first meet at her tea house. She's, a, she's in a region, uh, was it in Jiangnan? I think she's in from the Jiangnan region. And uh, so the, the male lead was investigating a painting. Uh, he was trying to retrieve a painting for the royal family. So he works for a particular branch, uh, investigative branch of for the emperor. And they only answer to the emperor, basically. And he's like quite high up in that hierarchy. But then somebody tries to kill him as well. So, you know, they're on the run and they help each other, etc. So they get very close. But she's she's already engaged to some other guy. Unfortunately, she gets the news that this other guy has been kind of forced to marry mm. another woman now that he's got his, you know, his little title after passing the exams, uh, academic mm-hmm. exams. So anyway, so I'm only up to episode, was it? eight, nine, or something like that. Mm. So I haven't gone that far. But a lot of people like it. I find it a bit mm. slow going. Yes, it's quite popular online, I think. Yeah. I, I, that's, yeah. why, that's why uh, yeah. um, on the site we wanted to promote it because yeah. we, we see that a lot of people are watching it and it's yeah. getting quite good response. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure it's quite good. The chemistry between the leads is, is actually the biggest surprise to me that it actually works. And I think it's the romance that's really drawing people in. But anyway, I've written a, a short first impressions on on my blog about blog. yeah about mm. this so i i'm going to keep going um because it's quite mm. interesting it's set in the song dynasty and everything you know, the scenery looks great and some cinematography is very good it's quite a, a classy production all around uh, mm-hmm. and the costumes look really quite quite nice as well so no i mm. think it it will be a one to to certainly pick up and then i i guess i also recently finish again my life also that's one with uh Yijungi. so i finished mm-hmm. that about two weeks ago i think yeah so i've written about that too um which i quite enjoy it was a lot of fun i mean i don't think it's mm. very realistic so you're mainly, but you're mainly watching c dramas that means yeah pretty much i mean mm. i i tend to just look at storylines and synopses i and trailers i that's how I judge, you know, I don't go say, oh, I, mean, mm. I only watch Korean or sea dramas, whatever. I just see whatever's on offer. And if it looks interesting, right. I pick it up. I'm watching another sea drama, which I won't mention, which is a mm. bit of a silly show. It's very trashy. I mean, the script is just, oh, you know. <laughs> but Beyond... sometimes these kind of shows are quite nice to watch. Yeah. I mean, you know, you don't I mean, to too hard. Yeah, I mean, look, honestly, to be honest with it, it's, it's a very amateurish, you know, piece of writing. Production, is it, yeah. right? Yeah. But the, the actress apparently is from Malaysia. So she's very good. But honestly, What's her character is just... Show? Um, It's called Fall in Love. I know there's a hundred million dramas called Fall in Love, but, <laughs> yeah. but it's yeah, it's a, just a very trashy story that's very similar to a Korean drama with Hyun Bin called um, uh, Jekyll, Hyde and Me or something. I don't know if you remember right. that one. It's maybe before, yeah, before yeah, you yeah. started Hi, watching. Yeah, Jekyll and Me, yes. Yeah, that, that's it. And so it's similar, it's got, it's a male, the male lead has got a split personality and both of mm. his personalities fall in love with the same woman. Yeah, that, that, oh, okay. that sort of story. So, I mean, it could be interesting, but the script is really bad. And right. the, the female lead's character is so unrealistic. I mean, it's just, <laughs> I don't know how she can be running anything when she's that ditzy. I mean, I, I honestly cannot believe that she's manage helping to manage a five-star hotel i mean i can't even imagine her managing a bed and breakfast so anyway she happens to meet the male lead when he's in his second personality 
they fall in love, I guess. And then so then she starts falling in love with the original personality, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> so, you know, it's a bit nutty. And yeah, there is an addictive quality to it. Joey Choi, yes. I just, I just Googled, I mean, I just checked on my uh, MDL. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Joey Choi. Oh, yeah, she's Malaysian nationality. Yeah. Interesting, yeah. interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So she's very pretty and she dresses very yeah, nicely. Yeah, quite sweet. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah she, looks, nice she looks good. Looking. And she actually has good chemistry with the male lead, but... You know, she's good with comedy. <laughs> she's she's pretty much carrying the show single handedly, I think. But in a way her character is also frustrating and hard to kind of accept. You know, she's mm. kind of silly and stuff. I mean if you want if you like trashy rom coms, that's certainly one <laughs> one to uh, line up in your you know, uh, watch list. It's for my list of it's only half an hour, you know, each drama, episode yeah. yeah, each episode is roughly half an hour, so it's doesn't take long. Quick, yeah, it's yeah, quick. It's almost finished anyway. I, I thought it was. I thought it was going to finish last night, but they somehow <laughs> only showed one episode last night. So anyway, you can find all this on the usual places. But oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a web drama. I see drama. Yuku is the is the yeah. So yeah. I'll have to look at alternative. Yeah. But anyhow, I've got so little time now. So yeah. I have to be really picky with the dramas that I watch. I know. But I, I did. Know. Yeah, so I have to really like you know decide. Okay, is this drama worth my time? Because I have so yeah. few hours left. For, you know, so. absolutely. Yeah. No, yeah. I I'm totally with you on that. I mean, I just mm. watch what I can. Yeah. So let's let's move our attention to um, uh-huh. ordinary greatness. First of all, yeah. you said that you haven't quite finished it. So no, I'm just midway through the through the series. Okay. I really all didn't right. have time to binge, but I really do like what we've been. I you know when I when I saw the trailer i knew that this is not going to be your ordinary kind of uh it's not police procedural in a sense right yeah um it, it's you know that there, there are no big they're not uh investigating big a big, a big crime thing right there's no uh, mystery and so on it, and you know it's quite funny because the things that they are doing are, are these everyday stuff right so you know you're you're trying to deal with people's complaints okay so trying to sort, sort out uh, disputes between neighbors and stuff like that it's yeah. um it's not the typical uh, police drama that i'm used to yeah yeah but i think that's the charm of the show and i like it because um i've always okay i don't know whether it's propaganda or not so you know in my mind the police in mainland china <laughs> i don't know if i'm gonna get in trouble for saying this but the police in mainland china i always had this impression that it was very strict you know that it was it could be very harsh and stuff like that so but here it seems like the police chief for instance he seems so kind you know like a lot of times they they try to settle things not by by the the rule of law or whatever you call it usually they allow them to they overlook certain things you know yeah so i thought oh okay this is a very it changed my perception about the police force in china but i don't know if this is just because it's a a show you know (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) look I, i think it is an interesting question, and mm. I've heard people make the comparisons between Korean police procedurals versus the Chinese mm. police procedurals. And often mm. in Chinese police procedurals, the the cops are portrayed much more positively. More human? Yeah. Or humane? Oh, no, or I think they're, they're yeah. just seen to be much more, you know, in, in a much more positive light. So they're much more yeah, heroic. Like, 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 they're much more efficient, of? and mm. they're, you know, not so prone to corruption, right? Because, you know, in Korean dramas, yeah, exactly. corruption is in right. Korean dramas, the cops yeah. are always dirty, like, like terrible. Yeah. You know, the head, the chief is like some some terrible person who is linked to some politician who is being yeah. bribed. That's right, right. So yeah. I've always had this, you know, yeah. every, every kid, K 
care procedural I've seen is yeah. like that. And that's that, yeah, and that's their cute. perception of of their governments, right? And and their authorities. Right. And so yeah. I think that there must be something to that. Whereas right. in China, they they want to create this impression, and I I mm-hmm. don't think it's entirely propagandaish. If I think maybe that's the word you're trying to avoid saying. Mm, yeah, um, yeah, I'm trying you know, to not say that. Yeah, but I I think but, there is yeah. some element of that. But I don't think it's entirely that. I, I think there is some mm. elements of truth. I, I have heard people say who know better than myself. I have never lived mm. there, so I don't know. But mm. that that it is a, you know, this community policing aspect, mm. which we are yep. talking about here in ordinary greatness, yeah. is is actually quite true to life. What really surprised me, because you know, it's 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 a different culture, obviously, and it yeah, for it's very Western, different. Wait, it solves some of the cases. Yeah. I don't know if I could. Yeah, I could accept it. Yes, well, and I and I agree. Yeah. I mean, I I had uh. those problems. Even though I think this is a a fantastic drama, and I love yeah. it to death, and I love the characters, all you know, all the main ones. I I find that there are some things which I also found hard to swallow, and I think one of the things that really took me by surprise was uh, how rude some of the you know, members of the public yes, were to the exactly. towards the police. I mean, the I, cops. I don't dare talk like that to yeah, the police in my yeah. country. And, you know, I mean, I live in this country, and I wouldn't even do that. And we're you know so, yeah. supposed to be more free. Exactly. And and so um yeah, and also the fact that you know this guy rang the cops, you know the community officer. He rang him up because uh-huh. he locked himself out of his flat, and he couldn't get in. And he wanted the cops to yeah. come and and help him unlock his door from crossing from one the neighbor's balcony into his. And mm. then the the young fellow said, "What you've been watching too many Spider Man movies?" You know, the older cop, his mentor said, "Well, why don't you just you know call the locksmith?" Which is what I thought too. You know, this is what people mm. here would do. If you lock yourself out, it's your problem. Yeah, you should be yeah. calling the locksmith. It's nothing to yeah. do with the cops, by the nothing way. In my to country, do. You never... <laughs> yeah. Nothing to do with cops, but they call the cops. And then in the end, the the mentor, the cop, paid you know for the locksmith to come and unlock his door. I'm who's, thinking, who's, whose mentor was that? Was it uh, um, Alves or Yang Shu's? Mm. Um, oh, it's, it's... Uh, no, oh, no, it's Chiwei, oh, Chiwei, the other boy. Yes, yes, that's him. Yeah, mm. the the poor boy from the countryside. Yeah, yes, correct. Yeah. yeah, he's such a cute kid. That one. Yeah, so he he's the one who made the, the quip about Spider Man. But you know, I I just thought, what are these people thinking? And then the the exactly. way they gaslight the the cops as well, you know, blaming the cops for their own problems. Yeah. I, I find that really. Exactly. Hard to take sometimes, you know, and the cops just take it in the chin and they go, I say, do they really do that, right? I mean, this is the sort of thing yeah. you wonder. So I question myself yeah. and then like, you know, okay, yeah. so I've recently watched till, what's it, 14 or 15? So it's JHS case. So, you know, there's a mother who lost, I don't know if you remember yes. the case or not. The mother lost her daughter. Yes. Right and yes, I remember, and, yeah. and she got angry when Siache asked her to do a blood test because that's yeah. part of the procedure. Yeah. And because she got angry over that, yeah. she wants Siache to apologize, and yeah. Siache was forced to apologize. Yeah. Because the chief thought that you know that that's the right that they have to do it so that yeah. the woman will stop complaining. I'm like, I I don't agree with that at all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. I yeah, that. So, I mean, that whole arc really bothered me. I mean, and how the police kind of resolve some of these issues. No, it's not just this one. It's the other one too where that the family next door were being vandalized yes. and terrorized exactly. by then. That was terrible. It's yeah. like, oh, oh, you know, just just yeah. come to a compromise, come to yeah. a compromise. Yeah. I'm like, what compromise is yeah. this? I mean, yeah. I, I, I yeah. understand it's, it's as if they wanted to just get the problem yeah. over and done with, yeah. you know? And yeah. I feel that that doesn't solve the issue. Yeah. It's It's... Yeah. So there were things that I don't don't get it. Don't yeah. don't agree with the show, but I like the show because I like the dynamics between the four 
and with you know between the four of them because they're living yeah. together right yeah. and also I like the relationship that they have with their mentors right yeah. so the difference in uh, how they perceive things right the younger mm. generation versus mm. the younger generation I thought that was yeah. that was one of the charms of the drama for yeah. me right yeah. and, and the acknowledgement that the younger generation can teach the older ones a thing or two mm. I think that's that's mm. very good as well and it was the intention of the chief I think you know the the person I that I find uh, I gravitate to the most. I think it's the anchor of the show. The emotional anchor of the show is really the chief, right? So the the guy who runs the station. The main main role together with uh, Zhang Ruyun and Bai Lu, right? So he was in MDL. They listed him as the main main role, right? So he he absolutely is. I mean, he is. You know, he is the head of this this whole operation in this particular station, and Mm. even though Zhang Ruyun and his actually his Shifu, which is his mentor. Um, <laughs> that's a very cute pairing yeah, to be honest <laughs> he, he ha- they have a really great dynamic and it actually develops yeah. even further it's a fantastic arc actually the two of them have um, mm. and he becomes like a surrogate father towards me if you watch the mo- if, as you go further down the show it's just mm. oh my goodness I mean I, I cried buckets in, in this series right. um, that's, because uh, that's, that's such father great wasn't stuff. very present in, in his life growing up isn't it no. The father was not quite useless, no. fellow, if you ask yeah. me. Yeah. He was, yeah, he, he just uh, ran off and did his own thing, you know, basically left mm. left the mother to herself to, to raise mm. a, a son by herself. And actually, mm. the mother is fantastic. She's a, she's a great character. She's she's a wonderful mother and she's a great yeah, contrast. Yeah, like she's really positive. Yeah, yeah, she's a great contrast to Xia Jie's uh, mother, who is an oh, absolute... Xia Jie's mother is the most frustrating. I find myself oh, watching it on yeah. 2.0 every time there's a scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the gaslighting. Honestly, I just... Oh, oh man! It's crazy. <laughs> it's just, yeah, mean, she she is the child, and the daughter is exactly. the mother, and oh my goodness me, yeah. All right, yeah. and I feel yeah. so sorry for Xiaojie because yeah. she's just trying to be a good cop, right? And because yeah. of her mother and the legacy that you know her father left, yeah. you know she's she can't she can't she can't even be treated like a normal person, yeah. right? Yeah, she's treated like a princess, which is not something that she wanted from no. the start. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm surprised she even got to the police academy. You know, I I, I yeah, don't even know why her mother, mother let her go. Her to... <laughs> yeah, to, to even become, you know, trained as a cop. But yeah, anyway, exactly. it's quite an interesting development and you will see how all these mm-hmm. different threads start to come together towards the end. Because mm. I, well, I won't say too much because there's some really, really great developments. Now, you also mentioned, apart from the community policing, and they are dealing with... Mm-hmm mainly smaller issues or neighborhood disturbances and things yeah. like that. That's mostly what they do. But there's also there are also bigger arcs going on in the show as well. So there are actually quite long-term crimes that take months and months before they are oh, solved. Oh, is it the, the, gambling, the gambling syndicate and all that? Uh, yeah, you know, the there are other are... ones too. Um, oh, okay. That's between uh, Li Dawei and his um, Shifu, his, his mentor. Uh, right. Was there any romance between them? No. No. No, right? Yeah, okay, it's, I'm glad it's, for that. Yeah, I, it's I really completely, want... completely romance-free. Apart from you see somebody's spouse or something like that. You, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. Okay. Not, not really. Because I, I didn't want it to be spoiled because it's, it's really quite nice. Uh, it's great. I like that the four of them are staying together, you know, it's, and that they all have these different personalities and they all support each other, Yeah. you know? It's it's fantastic yeah. because that, that four friends or the four recruits, mm. right? Yeah. And the way they support each other through and they support mm. other people as well because of their friendship 
it's, it's and it's really very interesting because they all have very different they come from very different places yeah. right and yeah. different levels of education and you know Correct. there's Yangshu who is like a PhD yeah. right, holder right and then there's Jiwei who's yeah. from a very poor small town that kind of thing yeah yeah, yeah. that's right and, and so were, and, and also they're all very different what personality wise and you see that all throughout the show you know that, mm. that some of them are much more suited to doing their personalities are much more suited for a particular type of policing over mm. you know another and you, you saw that really from the start I mean you saw that from the mm. first episode Li Dawei is you know he's a street kid right he's essentially mm. a street kid and he's very mm-hmm. got a lot of street smarts he's not academic but he's mm. very 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 shrewd and Correct. you know, he's and very, he's very, very glib. He's, he's, yeah, he's, he's very, very glib, and he goes undercover, right? So it's very interesting. Uh, there's a, there's a part of the show where Yang Shu goes into undercover, and he's uh, he's a complete disaster. <laughs> yeah, so Yang Shu is a book. <laughs> so it's, it's a com- book. but it's very funny. It's hilarious. Then Li Tawei offers to go in his place, and and of course, yeah, it goes much better. But so they do all these little things, and you see their personality types fit a particular type of policing. And then you see all the relationships between the mentors and their apprentices. It's it's very very nice. The the okay. dynamics between those just brings tears to my eyes. I mean, you know, all these situations where the the mentors Did, not only support the the apprentices, but the apprentices support the mentors too. Yeah. I don't want to be a spoiler. Did you we get to solve some bigger cases? The poor boy, right? Because I <laughs> see him looking so. So sadly, at the rest, every time they go on some big right, mission, and right. you know, he's he feels so sad because he's dealing with like you know bicycle theft or something sure, like that. Yeah, no, he does. He does get involved in uh, bigger things, but they don't really deal with a lot of you know big investigations. That's usually another department. Yeah, the but, criminal. The, uh, yeah, criminal but there is a there is a, yeah. a big case in that involves a serial killer that comes up, mm. and so that takes a long, much, much longer time to actually solve. So they actually, you know, move around a bit for that one. Yeah, I won't go into all that much, but honestly, this is a wonderful show. It's a roller coaster ride of emotions. You you laugh and then you cry and you get angry. And you really... I hope there's just... a bit more, um, uh, what do you call that, character development for Yang Shu's mentor. I didn't yes. really like him. Yes, Tao but you... Look, he is a very complex character. Um, he's mm. he's driven by. I don't know if you've met his in-laws. They're just awful people. No, I've not met his in-laws yeah. yet. But uh, yeah. it, it's at that point where they, I, the one of the yeah. other mentors or instructors mentioned that he's his yeah. in-laws have these expectations on him. Yeah. That's why he didn't want to get into trouble. I was really annoyed that the mentor would let Yang Shu take the fall. Yeah, you know. Yeah, sure. For one of the cases. Look, yeah. I, I think once you see the in-laws, once you you see his background and where, mm. you know, where he's come from and why he does what he does and the way he thinks. Mm. So I, I won't say much more because there's a lot. Okay. There's a lot more in his arc. Right. And, and his dynamic with, uh, you know, it's quite interesting how the, the chief put those two together. But he has a fantastic mm. wife. Um, she's she's an amazing woman in, in so mm. many ways. So they do, they, they, you do <clears throat> see the background? Of the oh, yes. Oh, yes. That. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. You, you definitely get much more of an insight into his family life than you do with most of the others, you know. Yeah, most of the other mentors. Uh, actually, with uh, Li Dawei's uh, mentor too, uh, you, mm. see, you definitely see some of his background too, and that's where their mm. their um their relationship deepens, 
But I, I like Nita yeah. and his mentor because it's yeah. so funny, right? Because mentor can't stand him at times. <laughs> <laughs> well, they are opposite, aren't they? They, they? they are opposite. But he has such a soft spot for Dawei, actually. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's a lovely man and he's, he's been through a lot himself. And you'll find out more about why he is the way he yeah, is. Yeah, I've seen his hands, yeah. right? There's, why, there's a reason why he always yeah. wear long sleeve and things like that. Yeah. But there's, right? more, there's a bit more to it than that there's as well. There's a bit, all right, yeah. okay. Yeah. And he's a divorced yeah. father. Oh, you know, I see. So there's there's, so there's that a, too. There's a lot. Sto- there's a lot of backstory. There is there. there is an element of that, and that will come up as well. It's it's a great little arc, and I just love what they did with him and the Dawei in that regard. You know, and how they mm. they brought these two men closer together, and as they start to you know become a much more cohesive unit, mm. a well oiled machinery, and and he they start mm. to accept each other's um, strengths. You know, differences. Mm. And so mm. the differences become much more of a strength rather than a, a sort of nuisance thing before. Like, he, you know, he thought, oh, this guy talks too much. Uh, but <laughs> that way also changes a lot as well because of his own family situation. But you'll, you'll see all of that. And the, honestly, if you think the show is good now, you should see the show after it turns... After in the so, second half. In, the... in the second half, particularly after the, you know, in the 20s and the 30s. Oh, it's just a wonderful show. It's probably the best C-drama I've seen this year, it probably will be one of the best sea dramas this year, mm. if not the best, because yeah, you know, I, I would say it's, it's everything's yeah. very natural about it. There's yeah. no, it feels very real. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no and, love triangle. There are no hardly any yeah, tropes. I, like I mean, that. there are very few of those kind of tropes because it's a slice of life exploration of the human condition. So it's it's trying to be grounded. So they're not beholden to tropes you know oh we got mm. you know we got a love triangle here so we got to do this and force this in, force that in you know so but when you don't didn't, yeah because they could have actually. yeah they could have <laughs> they could have and often they do and it ruins a very good crime show quite often yeah. like a lot of the crime shows i don't know why they put in a romance because it just kills the thing it just mm. ruins the experience i mean it's not like i'm against romance but it just mm. for for many it's shows not it's not necessary right? at all and because we, they put in romance, they have to, you know, they have to have the male lead save the female lead and then, you know, for one of them to do something stupid so that the other one <laughs> comes to save them. You know, all that sort of stuff. So, yeah. Anyway, I'm getting a bit over... <laughs> I'm excited. All right. Well, um... Then the other show is... Uh, we've also both watched, finished watching Red We have Bloody both Heart. finished it. Yeah, Red Heart. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Are we going to talk so about... Good. Are we going to use... I like that so much. Are we going to do spoilers for this? I think it's a little bit hard not to. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. we'll probably be revealing some spoilers. So yeah. whoever is listening to this will have to be careful if they've not watched it before. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. So what are your overall impressions? Did you like it? Oh, yes, I did. I think it's probably one of the best, uh, one of the yeah, better uh, historical K-dramas I've seen. Um, I like it because the actors, the cast... You know, they are very complex and layered characters. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. Um, right till the end, there was a possibility that the king, yep. Lite, right, yep. played by Lee Jun, could go bad, right? I mean, yeah. he could be a tyrant, yep. right? Yep. And and Jiang Hyo was, initially, you thought that he was the bad guy. But at the end of the day, he was... He wasn't a bad guy. He was just a very loyal subject. He wanted... Uh, you know, he wanted... He had this dream about... A great Korea, a great Joseon, yeah, right? Yeah. So yeah. yeah, so his character was probably uh, had a lot of layers to it, as well, and I liked it so much because cause right to the end, I I didn't hate anybody in the show, not even the Queen Dowager, you know. Yeah. So yeah, what about yourself? I thought this was great. 
Uh, mm. I thought it was awesome. I think this is you know, after my liberation notes. I think this is probably my mm. favorite Korean drama this year. Mm. Um, I think yeah, it it's one of the better ones. I, I uh, like certainly. so far this year. I would say the ones that really struck me was my liberation notes and this one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I th- I think the script was good. The mm. the characters are very interesting, very very multi layered. You know, multi dimensional. Mm. There are people that might be bordering on being villains, but I think the the advantage of these sort of historical dramas, these palace mm. dramas, is that with all the politics, right? <laughs> with all the politics, is that you know you have people with different agendas, people mm. who have different perspectives on things, mm. how to rule how to mm. build a, a good country and you have people who yeah care about the country but they have different ideas about what makes the country strong and great mm. that's always very interesting to me i always enjoy a show like this because it requires i don't want to offend people by saying this but it requires a certain kind of maturity i think to not only write this kind of story but also to appreciate this kind of story what I did like about it is that the first, the second half of the show was actually better than the first half. Um, when all the players started having yeah. their, not just, it wasn't just between Lee Tae and Park Gyeon Won, right? Correct? Yeah. It was also, yeah, you know, then Kang Hana's character, Yongju, she, she had her own ideas as well, right? So she was also, she That's also right. had her own agenda. Yeah. And it. the Queen Dowager, I mean, I was very surprised by, by yeah. that route, you know, yeah. by that arc. Yeah. So everybody became an active uh, player in this in this yeah. show, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So it was very un- it was quite. I would say that I didn't expect that. Yeah, I honestly didn't know what to expect from this show. You know, I had no yeah, idea too. because it's a it's a purely I think original story. So I don't think it has any. Yeah. It's, it's, it, there's no. It's not historical. The, yeah. They did say that this is a. It's based right. on a. It's it's fiction. Yeah. Right. So there's no history to follow. It's 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 not like some previous yeah. like the Red Sleeve and all that no, where no. they were kind of limited to, um, to history. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I think that in a way hampered the storyline. But yeah. I would say that. Um, here because they're free to do what they want, right? Yeah. So you can have a good ending without yeah. compromising the plot, you know? Yeah. But you see, even yeah. though... If, I mean, this was a purely original story. Yes, I think maybe it did have more freedom, but I think it was still a very grounded saga, right? It felt mm-hmm. realistic to the extent yep. that, you know, these sorts of dramas can be. And you, you could feel the the weight of what people were doing. You felt the, the stakes were high, and people actually mm. die in this show. I mean, a lot of people died. Uh, 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 and, a lot of collateral damage, yeah, right? There, there is definitely yeah, that, you know. And so this is a serious show. I mean, it's not some fan fiction or uh, of a particular figure in history. Mm. And the female characters actually have a lot of weight to them as well. So this, yep. is, this is not And just, I kind of like yeah. the way the female characters... I mean, okay, I'm going to be honest because I'm going to bring up the Red Steve because that's the last segue I watched. Sure, um, sure. Yep. Yeah, the the one that... Okay, I like the Red Steve a lot. I love the show, but I had some issues with that whole... With how much um, the court ladies could do yes. outwardly. Yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, um, like here in Bloody Heart, I thought it was a lot more realistic with how yeah. the Queen Dowager and uh, Yongju, how they pulled the strings behind the scenes rather yeah. than... Becoming in, you know, in the Red Sleeve, it was very forward. You know, they yeah, had yeah, this cult yeah. among know. the court ladies, yeah. which was completely to me that was that was impossible in, yeah, at that time. Yeah, so yeah. it was yeah, that that was the weakness of 
of that show. I, I think and, um, I think so. Even though this show was very much focused on the women, right? And there was a yeah, lot of but focus. It's different. But it was very realistically done, right? So it's Correct. it's within the parameters of what women were able to do in those days. Exactly. You know, so it's a lot so, more yeah. it's a lot more true to history than the Red Sleeve oh, was. Absolutely. Yeah. And even though the Red Sleeve was mm. supposed to be based on a historical <laughs> exactly. figure, yeah. this show it's is actually I thought about it. Yeah. It's like, oh actually, you know, yeah. this is how women should be fighting. Exactly. I mean, this is how women at that time would be fighting for their position. So like you know yeah. like the ending yeah. Right, the other the other concubine who didn't become queen in Bloody Heart. Yeah. So it's not the end for her. No. Because because now she suddenly has this agenda within her, right? And yeah. she, but she's not going to do it outwardly. Yeah. She's not going to rebel, but she's going to be she's going to do it in a more deceiving and more cunning way, and and yeah. that's exactly how the women of those times secured their power. Exactly. Right? They, yeah. yeah. Through through marriage, right? Through having yeah, correct. Through producing Children. male heirs. Yeah, so heirs, th- correct. Those yeah. are all the sorts of ways of using poison. Scheming behind the scenes. Mm, exactly. I, I think this is really how it should be done. Here, it was very. Un- I like. Okay, like for example, Yongju. She she obviously knew that she had to secure her own yeah. position, so she yeah. did everything quietly. Right, write yeah. letters. You know, get the right men to support her. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I thought that was that was how women of that time. Yeah. I mean, she's at- she's very bright, and she you know she grew up. In a in mm. a very um, scholarly household, so she she was Correct. taught. She was well read. Yeah, she was well read. She was well taught and and trained to mm. to think in a particular way. So it mm. made sense that she would be mm. someone who was capable of having higher, loftier thoughts, and she was able to articulate things very well. She could reason, you know. She could see things from different points of view. And while, mm. while keeping to her own and, and wanting to change the system or the way things are normally done, you see. So I, right. I accept that, you know. And so for me, I like how the women were placed in that situation. And not just the royal women, but this, you know, the court ladies, how they were mm. integrated into the story. Of, you know, ultimately, this show doesn't necessarily take one side or the other, I, I think. Maybe they do take... Uh, Yu Jong side, that which is the co- the consort Park, as, as mm. she comes to be known as, because um, mm-hmm. she takes the identity of um, Jong Hyuk's uh, niece. You know, the the women are certainly well placed and mm. uh, well written. I think for this particular yeah. story, but at the same time, they yeah. don't overshadow the the. Me- I mean, they do a lot of things behind. You know, like they, yeah. they pull the strings, right? Yeah, very well, very subtly. But I mean, yeah. that's that's what people do anyway. I mean, the, mm. I mean the men do it too. So it's not like they don't do that. You know, pull strings behind the scenes too. I mean, mm. the, the king himself is is a master at it. So oh yes, yeah. Actually, so, I was very yeah. very uh, initially. I was thinking, oh, Dite's character is kind of weak, isn't it? I was a little bit. I was wondering where they're going because he seems rather passive yeah. initially. Yeah. But oh, I yeah. didn't realize he had such a big plot. Yeah, you know, he's been planning this for years. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, but. I was. I'm, there's a spoiler hit, right? So, I was actually quite sad when uh, towards the the ending of the show with what happened to Park Geun Won, right? Yeah. I didn't expect that. Yeah. I was kind of sad to lose him, but I also kind of understand why he. Okay. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Um, <laughs> character death. Character death. But okay. you know, he. So he he dies in in, in at the end to protect the. The Queen, Queen Dowager, yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean, I personally don't really like her that much. I mean, I I think she turned completely tyrannical. She did it mainly f- 
for herself. All right, she said she did it to protect she, herself. She, was, she felt she abandoned. Was, like yeah, she felt yeah, abandoned. Yeah, and I, I honestly think, I mean, I don't think she has much to complain about. You know, I mean, it as, as Jung Hyuk's character said, you know, Park Gae-won said to her, you know, you, you have all this stuff around you, even if it's not perfect and not everything goes your way, you still have more than most people do. That's my feeling about her, that she's a bit... It was not just spite, but there's, there's a... She was very emotional. She was swayed by emotions. She was, and and she so was, she yeah. allowed herself to be manipulated, right? So uh-huh. I think that's why the king, Ite, mm. his plot could work. Because, yeah, a lot of it hinged on her personality mm. and her right. uh, propensity to be very emotional. You know, I mean, he's also quite emotional himself, right? He does have a lot he of is. emotional yeah, swings he here and there. And so, to me, he's also a morally kind of nebulous character. I don't think he's, like, the good guy exactly, either. No, he wasn't. Um, I think yeah. he had... He was... He had... He was capable... I, I wrote this much earlier, even from the very beginning. There yeah. was a possibility that of him going... I mean, he had these um, tendencies to, mm. to do something... You know, yeah. Or rather, he feels that the ends will justify the means. That kind right, of person, right, you know. Right. 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 I, I believe mm. so. I mean, I think I think you're onto something there, and I, I think that he feels entitled because he, he he's the king. He, I mean, well, he's, not, he's the not just line, because right? he's a king, but because he's a victim. See, that's actually mm. more powerful. It's a it's a powerful narrative. The victim narrative is a very powerful narrative, and especially mm-hmm. if you think that you were badly treated or your family was badly treated by the officials, mm. and you, you tell yourself this, you create this story, and it motivates you to do what you do. So mm. nothing can stop you, because you are the one who was oppressed. So now, yep. what you're doing is basically getting rid of your oppressors. So you have justification, even within yourself. Mm. You have moral justification to do what you do. It doesn't matter how extreme it is, because you are a victim. So yeah, this, mentality. Uh, yeah. yeah. So this is what drives him, and this is what makes him, I think, very dangerous. And this is what I think, you know, Yu Jong uh, saw. You know, yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. this is where she thought, okay, I need to be here to to step on the brakes, basically. Mm. And I mean, even um, you know, Councillor Park, which is uh, Jung uh, Hyuk's character, told him mm. that you, you should stop now. He knew. I mean, Jung Hyuk always knew. I think eventually he would have to relinquish his power. And he was quite okay with it, as long as he knew he was going to leave things in good hands. And he, if you watch the last couple of episodes, the way he had these little mm. conversations with different people, his family mm. and with um, yeah, he Jong, wasn't. He, he knew he, he was saying okay. goodbye. He was he literally, yeah. I think he knew he was saying goodbye to all these people. He always knew that. So he was a man who was not grasping onto power at all. In fact, he was just waiting for the right time, for the right people, Right to so that he can feel assured that my time is over and now it's somebody else's time, and he he's assured not because of, you know, he thinks Ite is great or anything like that, but because of Yu Jong, the queen, right, exactly. the, the future yeah. queen. Is he he, he felt assured when he had Yu Jong, even yeah. Ite's own, you know, the eunuch, right? Yeah. When he was leaving, yeah. he because because uh, Ite was like, who's who's now going to be, you know, who's going to support me now? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And even his eunuch said that it was Yu Jong who would be his, the only person he trusts was her. Yeah. So I think that was quite uh, yeah. that was quite nice. You know, it, it was yeah. something I didn't expect. You know, when I started watching the story. You yeah. Know? And and I think and, this is this is the thing. It's very telling when when Ite says, you know, 
if you try and stop me, I, you know, I have no qualms about eliminating you. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, I mean, I, I figured he probably said it out of spite or anger, but yeah. the fact that he could have said it meant yeah. that he thought about it. Yeah. So he is yeah. capable of being bad, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I think he realized it himself as well, right? I think he also yeah. realized, especially after you know, the, the death of, of the, the counsellor. Yeah, because he, he, yeah. he often questions himself. Yeah. I mean, to his credit, I would say yeah. that he's yeah. written in such a way that he often goes into these moments where he reflects, yeah. right? Yeah. And he would ask the, his Yuna, do you think I'm like that yeah. too? Because I think deep down, he didn't doesn't want to be like that, but yeah. he knows that he's capable of being that, Yeah. right? Yeah. 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 So, so back to Park Gae Wan, right? So initially, I think the story painted him as a villain, but... Um, yeah. Because I mean, because we are looking at it purely from the point of view of Ite. So if you look at Correct. the story just from, from the perspective of, of the king, the, the young king, mm. and his struggles to, to, to mm. gain supremacy, if you look at it from his point of view, yeah, he, you know, Park Gae-wong is a villain. But if, you, mm. if you are, you're looking at both perspectives, and you can say, actually, what Park Gae-wong says makes a lot of sense. Well, to me, mm. it did, right from the beginning, uh, a, a lot of what he said, resonated with me and so for me is i i think the king doesn't understand what you know the council is about yes he did do a power grab and he did want to protect his own people his own faction shall we say his own political faction so i think if you look at it from the the point of view of the young king yeah everybody else looks like a villain (laughs) you know yeah i mean park gaewon is an interesting character i mean i wouldn't say that he's a saint either no right no, and he wouldn't because say he that himself. Because he also manipulated a lot of things along the way to secure, uh, well, so that his own dream, you know, of a perfect, uh, of a good nation or, or, you know, a nation that the people deserve to have, right, yeah. would, would be there. I mean, like, for example, he did use the Queen Dowager, in a sense, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But what what made me realize that um, Park Gae-won isn't so-called the typical bad person okay yeah. or the 2d villain kind of thing was that it's, it's his son you see yeah. you know how his son was raised to be really upright so i'm yeah. thinking that a person if his child is like that you know he can't possibly be a bad person yeah park gay trained his son to be like that you see? yeah 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 so no, that's true so, that's true and and also how much respect his wife has for him even though um, they don't yeah, love each other a lot of respect yeah, yeah even though they're not in love with each other or she might be in love mm. with him i don't know but you know, even even though they don't have that same deep kind of love between them, they have a lot of respect mm-hmm. for each other. You know, mm-hmm. and I think that shows to me that he's not a you know he's not an outright sort of bad guy, quote unquote. He's a man with an agenda, right? A mm-hmm. man with a mission, and he wants he means to achieve it, right? He wants stability for the country. He doesn't want another tyrant. He, mm. he was witness to it. He had to take him down, right? He yep. saw people, lots of people die because mm. of this tyrant. So, yep. you know, he didn't want a repeat of it. And, and maybe, you know, Ijun's character is partly a result of what he did as well. So obviously, ironically, yeah. you know, he's... he's Cor- ironically, yeah. yeah. He's a, I mean, it's kind of like um, karma in a sense, I would say. Yeah. yeah. So th- there is an element. I think he acknowledges that to some degree as well. But he's a thinking man. He's not, you know, he's not unaware of himself, you know, or, or what he is. But he wants mm. stability and he is a patriot. I mean, at heart, he, he loves country and, and people. And that's what motivates him. And that's quite consistent all throughout. He realizes too, you know, the, what the Dowager Queen becomes is also his problem. It's part of what he did, you know, to create mm. that 
the monster that she becomes. So I think that's that's a, a nice touch to the show. The show is really well written, right? It's got a lot yeah. of depth to it. It's got nuance. So it doesn't and categorize people really into good and bad. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Like what happened to the war minister Cho? You know, I like his 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 he's been playing this game for a long time too, right? Yeah. Because he was Park Gay One supported at one time. Mm. Okay, I mean in politics there's no long term friends and enemies sure. anyway. Yeah. Um they yeah. were allies. So, but Minister yeah. Cho yeah, yeah, but, yeah. So but Minister Cho is a very smart man actually. I yeah. mean he when, when the king told him that he had to go into exile, he didn't fight him because yeah. he knows that the game it's a long way to go, mm. right? Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good point to make too, right? Everyone mm. has to play the long game. This is what this is mm. about. You know, this this is not like it, it's not over till the fat lady sings, but it's not even over even when she sings as well. She sings. Yeah. yeah. So it's in this in this kind of situation where, you know, people are thinking much more long term. And I think it's a it's a lost art actually. I feel really sad because, you know, in our world today, our our present globalized world, everything is instant, mm. instant. Everybody wants exactly. to do Yeah, that's why I like instantly. this kind of historical shows. Because, yeah. yeah, it's different from... Because a lot of the late, newer historical shows tend to... They've lost that art, I feel. Jung Hyuk's character, uh, Counselor Park, mm. he had a romance, obviously, with the with the Dowager Queen when they were younger. Yep. You know, and yep. he, he installed her into becoming a concubine of the late king. Mm. So that's yep. why she's the Dowager. But I just think that, you know, the, the way the show does with, what the show does with that is quite interesting as well. And also what the show mm. does with the other romance. The romance is not not the way we think of romance. You know, it's not the same as the Red Sleeve. You know, there's there's mm. not a lot of these... The Red Sleeve is really, really primarily romantic. Yeah, this is different, yeah, right? This yeah. one is... This is actually politics. It's actually yeah. palace politics, it's, it's, and the yeah. romance weaves into that. Yeah. yeah, it's a very secondary part of the show. It's only a vehicle. It is actually really a vehicle. So the whole point of the romance is really to restrain the king. You know, the the whole mm. point of of romance. What romance does in this show, I think, is actually to put a leash on the men. Yeah. So that they Correct. don't overdo things ever, because Lee Tae loves Yoo Jong, right? Mm. She's a, like a a leash on him. You know, mm. she acts as a way of Agreed. keeping him from going completely nuts. And it's mm. also the same with regards to the, the older couple, you know, mm. that used to be lovers. And that also acts as a restraint, actually, for both of them. It's, it's probably, yeah. in the end, it actually only becomes the only restraint in some ways for the Dowager Queen. Um, yeah, actually, she, she yeah. only does everything for him, yeah. you know? Yeah, and, and and so, yes, but then she starts to, you know, act on her own, and then things go haywire. And I think some people watch this and they think, oh, I'm watching this for romance, but, you know, it's not the romance, it doesn't go anywhere. But really, the purpose of the romance is to service, you know, yeah. the the overall idea of, you know, we are trying to prevent another tyrant from emerging, is to have yeah. checks and balances to keep government accountable. Even the yeah. king is subject to laws and traditions. They talk about this all the time in the show, where this mm. is our custom, this is our custom. But the, the reasons why laws and traditions exist is because people know that if without these sorts of restraints on human beings, right, whether they're laws or yep. just traditions or customs, mm. people will just go wild and exactly. you know, anarchy will just rule. The point of the show is really, yeah, we need checks and balances you know, whether it's people... Yeah, yeah I think that's the, that's a key thing, right? So yeah. even like Yujong versus Lee Tae, right? Yeah. She's his... She's she's the check and balance, right? Yeah. So even... And he acknowledged that at the end, his, his yeah. closing 
lines, yeah. right? That she yeah. wasn't just his lover and queen and blah, blah, yeah. blah, right? She was also his political rival. I don't know yes. if the translation there is accurate, but I, I get the gist, right? Yeah. That it's, she keeps him, yeah. you know... In, Honest. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Correct. Yeah. yeah, so I, I really like that about the show. It's just, just an intelligent, mm. um, well-written show. I mean, I think it's up there among sort of my favourite sagooks. Yeah, Me too. You know, it's yeah. good to, it's say, good to uh, have it's something like this. Yeah, it's good to have something like this once in a while. I mean, the visual stuff is great too. It's a very visually mm. appealing show. But it's the script underlying it is really good. So you, there's a yeah. slow build-up. You know, the engine is being built. And then after that, boom. You know, once they step on the accelerator, it just <laughs> just goes. So it's quite an interesting. You know, I, I like all the subtle lines. All these, you know, every single sentence. There's a bone in that sentence. That kind of thing. You know, like for example, the way Lite and the Queen Dowager towards the end, right? Was it episode fifteen when she was threatening to kill herself? You know, the uh, kind of conversations yes. that they have. Yeah, that's yeah. an art form to me. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's right? really great. That yeah, the dialogue's yeah. really good. You know how. Um, Lee Jun, his acting is mm. is pretty good, and he suddenly switches mm. the tone. He, he looks like a very concerned son, and he goes, "Why yeah. are you doing this, mother?" You know, and yeah, then exactly. then he goes, and then he goes into this like yeah, he, like, he, he, he drops his voice. <laughs> yeah, he drops his voice, yeah. and he says to her, "Come on, give it up. Mm. You know, stop that. Yeah. You know that sort of stuff." Yeah. And it's just this is really good acting. You know, this is this Correct. this is political theater. So on on some level, you've mm. got that theater that's going on. For, for mm. everyone to see and then after that there's this other thing that's going on what's really going on between the two people on a, on another yeah. level yeah no yeah. I love this is what I love about this kind of yeah shows. I also like yeah. this kind of uh, you know palace politics I love yeah. it because there's something nice there's something very interesting to watch yeah, yeah. I mean I mean for in to Legion's credit I think this is his first uh, historical drama yeah. right yeah. so he's yeah I mean he's he's a very experienced actor as, as experienced as Kang Hana and yeah. of course Jang Hyo yeah yeah, it's yeah. it's fantastic. Yeah, honestly, so, the acting in this show is is very. It's good. really good, right? Yeah, all yeah. around, it's it's pretty like ten out of ten, you know, kind of stuff. Mm. Yeah, Stella. Even the even the uh, what do you call that the the Yuna, yeah. right? That served yeah. uh, Lite. Yeah. yeah, yeah, excellent as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The minister, the Cho, that actor, he was oh, in yeah, Beyond Evil. Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, that the, guy is such a good actor. He's, he is. He's, he's everywhere. He's everywhere. I see him almost, almost every show. <laughs> yes, he's very ubiquitous. I just like. Yeah, he's everywhere. Because yeah. he, he played villain roles, but yeah. in this show, I don't even see him as a villain as Not well. Not really, no. He's very yeah, pragmatic. He just, uh, he's very smart and very... He's a he's a smooth operator, I have to say. He does know how to mm. play his cards, you know, and he's, he's a much yeah. smarter man than his daughter, that's for sure. <laughs> daughter is spoiled. <laughs> yeah, daughter yeah. is spoiled. There was some growth for her, right? Yeah. She became quite wise towards the end, right? She understood yeah. that, you know, it's not over till it's over. Like you yeah. say, it's not over till, even till after the fat lady yeah. sings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's good. It's a, it's quite a nice realistic ending, and it's, mm. it's, I think, quite a, a good ending in that sense where you get mm. some assurance that you know at least, you know, Kang Hana's character Yu Jong will just, you know, make yeah, sure that the king will do a, do the right thing. Got a lead role like this as well. Yeah, yeah. no, it's good. Because I think great. it's long overdue. I mean, she's she's done a lot of supporting roles. I think this is her first. It is. Lead role. I I yeah. believe so. Right. Yeah, yeah. I believe this is her first real female lead role yeah mm. at least romantic lead and, and anyway. i like i like i like what she did with the role i thought you yeah. know she was firm she was strong yeah. but you know she wasn't overdoing it yeah you know? she never it overacted at, at all didn't she yeah she was very mm. calm and generally very very understated and subtle and nuanced in her 
performance. Mm. You know, she didn't go over the top. Yeah, nuance is the word I would go for. I think yeah. all the, uh, the the actors here, right? Yeah. There's a certain amount of nuance yeah. that they brought into the yeah. to their role. Yeah. You you have to with all these close ups, you know, because if you're not a good actor, and the close up will just reveal how bad an actor you are. <laughs> <laughs> Plus all these, you know, lines, yeah. right? That had double meaning, right? Yeah. You really have to, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Deliver it in a particular way, mm. right? With a certain tinge of irony too, yeah. Which, yeah. I, which I really, Because it's really not like. like a silly rom-com, right? Where no. you can do with tropes and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. anyway. Yeah. Um, we've had some yeah. really good dramas come out of um, China recently. The first half of, yeah. yeah, this year, I would say, yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm really China, pleased. I'm really pleased with how Red Heart turned out and also ordinary mm. greatness i haven't mm. had much time honestly to um you know watch much else uh, anyway uh, thank you so mm. much for you know spending this time with me wow we've gone up <laughs> to an hour but i uh, yeah i enjoyed myself i hope you have too yep. i definitely did yeah, yeah. always love talking about dramas <laughs> okay thank you so much